Sports Inside and Out, Legends of Sports, the voice of the Legends of Sports. When legends speak, people listen. That's right. I'm your host, Coach Chuck Hatcher, and we're on with a brand new program and format this one. And even, I mean, it's almost like it's on steroids. We got the great TV show coming on with the great Tim Reed, Legacy TV and, and Film, and we're broadcast not just on Bermuda Sports. But we're on Liberty Cable. That's like Flow Sports in the Caribbean, one of the largest cable networks in the, in the hemisphere, of course. And we're also going to be broadcasting in and through uh, uh, the Virgin Islands, uh, the uh, uh, Caribbean Cable Network, I should say. You know, we got to get used to all this, man. And, of course, Tim Reed being a... A great actor and uh, producer and director that he is, storyteller, and his lovely wife, uh, 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 the uh, Daphne, uh, from the great Prince Prince of Bel Air. I should say, I'm sorry. Uh, listen, we we are so happy because we're going to be doing this type of upper tier, uh, zenith type of interviewing with the great legends of sports. Those who helped make the game, and this. It's just a template of what's coming on. You've heard Ted Sam before, but uh, on a new format uh, we're having now. And, and furthermore, we like to really give a little what we call a lead-in about this situation. Very rarely uh, do you have uh, a brother combination of a major NBA franchise or a sporting franchise within itself, but particularly NBA uh, that really set the pace that made a template for uh, not just the first brother combination, I should say, that I know of, or any of our, all the legends in our uh, cadre know of on the same team, the great New York Knicks. Uh, but also they set a precedence in NCAA basketball. Uh, you talk about the northern tier where bread, what basketball is, is king. The Genesis, Genesis, I should say. Uh, between Philadelphia and Pennsylvania, that's where the real deal is. You know, when it comes to legends, I was fortunate enough to, to play one year uh, when leaving high school, going in with the high school division of the Rucker Tournament. And, of course, we were operating out of uh, uh, Washington, D.C., for the Baker League back there. Not Baker League, but the Urban Coalition uh, back in those days. But let's get to it. When you talk about this guy, Sam Stiff, and his brother, Tom, uh, it's a story to be told, and we're going to hear something about it because it's not a basketball player in the NBA of old tier that doesn't owe and know of and appreciate what this brother combination did, not just on the court, but through the, the uh, institutions of higher learning. When you start talking about an institution like St. Bonaventure, one of the upper tier, upper crust, uh, NCAA major division one programs in the country these guys broke the barrier 
not just for St. Bonaventure itself and the great league, Big 12, they, 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 uh, they, they came through, but also the, the annals of basketball in New York, which is the apex of basketball. It's just New York, and you might as well say Philly. That's, that's, that's what's up. Down in Maury, Washington was a third tier, but hey, this is what the real deal. If you step foot on the uh, Urban, um, not on the uh, uh, Rucker League, uh, that was a rite of passage, and those that dominated that scene were those that came and made and changed basketball, professional basketball, uh, I should say. But we got it right. I ain't going to hold up too much. I'm just opening it up so you know who you're dealing with. And this is one of the greats of the greats. The most respected legends, of course, uh, in New York with his great brother Tom who passed. That was a combination to, to be reckoned with it nationally and internationally known. But we got him right here in Phoenix, Arizona. I'm a great friend and also one of my favorite, favorite legends of all time. I uh, love him to death. His family means so much to us, along with our dear friend Freddie Crawford. His, his, his. Uh, Freddie is the mentor of, I think Sam is the mentor of Freddie. Uh, but we're gonna talk about him right now. Uh, let's talk about. Let's give a little. Uh, what we call a lead in, a little breeze, a little upper tier elevator on you, Sam. Uh, let's let our nation. No, all around the world, you might as well say, about Sam and Tom. What's up? Give it to him, Sam. Well, after that intro, Coach, I'm ready to lace him up. Ah, 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 I'm ready to lace him up. I feel like going out now and lacing him up. <laughs> However, at 86, they ain't going to have him. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Come on, Coach. How are you? I'm doing great, Sam. It's always good, man. If I don't talk to you two or three times a week, man, yeah, you love and it. all the guys, man. Love Something's it. wrong, love all right? No, love it. Love yeah. it. Love well, let's love talk it. about it. You, you keep hope alive with us. Well, listen, man, we, we tell the stories that need to be told, Sam. Right. Because our young uh, whippersnappers out there, even in the NBA, ain't got a clue of the genesis, what the pain and tears and sacrifice went through for these cats oh, to, yeah. to, to make more money. I mean, they make more money. Uh, uh, they spend more money at lunch than we used to make in one year. These cases, exactly, these, you know, exactly. Yeah, yeah, but let's talk about you, Sam. Let's talk about how it started, right quick, and then we're gonna talk about something that the nation and the world should know because you got a story to be told. Let's talk about that starting in yeah. New York, baby. Uh, yeah, all right. Well, Coach. Well, you know, we were uh, you know born in in, in Port Virginia, mm-hmm. and. Um, we, my mother brought us to New York to Harlem. Mm-hmm. I was ten and Tom was eight, mm-hmm. and we had never saw basketball. Mm-hmm. Never saw basketball. They know what it looked. Never touched the basketball. You're right, right. Mm-hmm. But we got into the neighborhood, 140th and you know Lenox Avenue. Yeah. Everybody was playing this game mm-hmm. of basketball. Yeah. So we went to PS5, you know, public school, mm-hmm. and the coach, for some reason, grabbed us to go up to the gym to play basketball. Mm-hmm. You know, start teaching us how to play. Right. So we, yeah, all right, okay. Tom took it up right away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I had to work harder. Uh, he was uh, gifted. Yeah. He was gifted. Yeah. I had to work harder. Yeah. So we worked at it. You know, then we uh, in the block there was a major team named the Lucky Seven, which is a popular popular team, juniors and seniors. Right. And they put us on the juniors. Mm-hmm. 
And we had a nice coach, and we started learning how to play basketball, learning how to play basketball. Uh, and then everything exploded. Uh, we got one undefeated, and then the only thing, the problem we had is that we used to practice against the seniors, and we used to beat them, mm. and they brought us up to the seniors instead of the juniors now. Wow. And then we got lucky. We got blessed with God blessed us with something. First of all, my father was drowned when I was two years old. He was They called an accident, but... We're in the South. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of blacks drowned. Uh, yeah, you know, <laughs> accidentally. Uh, 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 you know, shot it. You know, shot in. You know, shot in the back while oh, running yeah. at. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And uh, but he, he passed away leaving four kids. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, then my grandmother, we lived with her. You know, on a on house, so we stayed with her. And then my mother went to came to New York to get a better living because she was a taxi cab driver there. So we came to Harlem. And we start playing basketball. And then we go to junior high school, PS-139. By the way, PS-139, Freddie Crawford went there. Mm-hmm. Bob McCullough went mm-hmm. there. Charlie Scott went there. That's right. Jerry Hawkins went there. That's right. That junior high school. Mm-hmm. And we, we made the team in junior high school. Then we start playing, you know, uh, more competitive. Uh, and you know how to be competitive and tough. Right, right. Back in those days. But what saved us was at nighttime, the community center, PS-139. And we were playing some of the older guys, and they beat us up pretty bad, you know, pretty bad. But it was a good le- was a learning lesson, a learning yeah, lesson. You know? A learning curve. Uh, learning uh, So out of Cleveland Sky, somebody solid. invited us to go play this private high school, the top private high school in New York, St. Francis Prep. St. Francis you know, Prep, yeah. A scrimmage, a scrimmage game, uh, you know. Yeah. And uh, this is funny. I said we'd never been to Brooklyn. And my sister said, hey, idiot, we should uh, go to Coney Island. Uh, That's in Brooklyn. Uh, I, did, I, I did not know Coney Island was in Brooklyn. Uh, <laughs> so we went over there and walked into this gorgeous gym. And down with a lot of Caucasians, beautiful uniforms. And they came over and told us that uh, we're going to make this a real game because they're going to be, you know, need to get the work, the work out. We're going to have a score and we got a referee. And uh, we, we didn't care. It was five of us. We didn't care. Yeah. On that team, they had Joe Quigg. Joe Quigg played for, for North Carolina when they beat Chamberlain mm-hmm. uh, in the NCAA tournament, right? Right, right? And three other ball players who became stars at St. John's. Mm-hmm. But we played them, and we beat them about 15 points, but we beat them. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And next thing I know, the president of the school, the high school, Brother Tim, who don't need any prayers in heaven, he's, right. he's a saint. Amen. He came to us to offer us a scholarship to play there. And I couldn't even spell scholarship there. Right. right. <laughs> so we said, we're going to go to Commerce to play with Kyle Ramsey because he right. was at Commerce. Right. But we took up the offer and we went over to St. Francis. We stand outside. What we did not realize there's only other one black in the whole school. Mm-hmm. None on the basketball team. Right. Then we were told that we'll be the first to play not on on the team but the whole league. Catholic right, High School right. League in Catholic Brooklyn. League, yeah. We're the yeah. only one going, you know. Mm-hmm. So a uh, real funny story. I'm standing outside to make you get scared. A guy come over to me, a six foot six, and he says, uh, you know, how'd you get you from Harlem? Yeah, how'd you get from Harlem? To Brooklyn, and I said, uh, we took the A train down to 14th Street, went upstairs and took the Canadian line and got off at Driggs Avenue. Uh, he looked at me, no, no, no. Uh, what school should go to PS 139? Uh, well, 
how'd you get from PS 139 to this private school? I said, well, we took the A train, 14th Street, went upstairs, took the Kadaz line, et cetera, et cetera, right? So we, so we'll go there, all right? And uh, education first in that school. I'm lucky. Bonham went the same with education first, basketball second. And they were city champions. So what happened back then used to be freshman JV varsity. Mm-hmm. So they put Tom on the freshman team. I was the year ahead of Tom, mm-hmm. and put me on the varsity, mm-hmm. right? And I'm like, okay. So my first day of practice, coach, I walk into the dressing room. Exact same team we beat up on. Oh really? And I went, oh my! I mean, oh my God! Uh... They didn't welcome me. They speak to me. Nothing, including the coach. Right. And I sat in the corner, and I was thinking they couldn't take a joke. You know, so in practice they tried, you know, a little dumb stuff. That didn't work. So when the season started, uh, I'm on the bench, and I only got in doing garbage time, Coach. Mm-hmm. They're up by 15. That's when I got in. I sit on the bench. Two minutes going to the game, he called my name, I go in. In the meantime, Tom was killing them in the freshman league. Yeah, and the league got together. He can't play here. He cannot play on, on the freshman team. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. they put him up to the varsity. Right, right. Now, what's the problem with that? I was the 10th man. He became the 10th man. I became the 11th man. Right, right. I got demoted because he came up. Right. And we sat on the bench, and he was better than their center. Right? But they were winning, so we couldn't say nothing. So Tom got in with like three minutes going the game, and I got into it. And John McClendon told me one time, when you get older, you can talk. It's not bragging. Right. But we got in the game. It was a show to behold. Nobody left the gym until we got in, right? Now, the embarrassing part is during the game, the students be yelling, put them brothers in. Yeah, put them <laughs> and they didn't until the end, right? So, uh, And then a blessing came to me. Brother Tim saw me in the hall. And by the way, I was complaining and complaining, and Tom is the calmest, coolest guy you'll ever oh, meet in your yeah, life. That's Tom. Yeah, that's Tom. Oh, that's man. His, he just, that's, he his, said, uh, that's his M.O. Yeah. That's it. Quiet. They say he said he was quiet because I talked too much. He couldn't get a word in. <laughs> but Brother Tim says, uh, be patient. Your turn will come. You're, you know. And that went right through me, Coach. Right? Mm-hmm. It was like a voice that went right through me and calmed me down. Right, so uh, he said January a lot of guys graduated, mm-hmm. and then we can move up, which happened. Mm-hmm. Two of them, we had move up from eleven ten to eight nine, mm-hmm. and uh, we got to the finals. And unfortunately, uh, Tom got in and got messed up in his eye; he couldn't play. Mm-hmm. And the Daily News, the local newspaper, said if these brothers are on the team next year, they're going undefeated. Yeah. So the following all those guys that graduated, mm-hmm. so we got our own team now. And we were 31 and 0. Yeah. Beat everybody, including my great friend Lou Connor's second at St. Anne's. That's great Lou. For the yeah. championship. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, still living. Yeah. God bless him. Yeah. And we beat him and went down to the National Washington and, and won that, right? The following year, lost the first game of the season at home and then won 31 in a row. Uh, so then the colleges start calling, right? Now, Tom was doing this thing, but I used to laugh. People didn't know I could play. Right, right, right. You know, they, they sort of overlooked me, right? Mm-hmm. Me and Tom should laugh at that, mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. he was super, he was superstar jump street. Oh, yeah, yeah. So 
they didn't realize that I could play, that I was a, a hanger-on, so to speak, you know, on my brother's coattail. Mm-hmm. Let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. But when they look around, uh, I done got 15 or 20. Right. right. So what happened was is that um, I'm getting offered to go to college, and the colleges would come to me like this, Coach. You're a heck of a ball player. We saw you in a garden, and we want you to come to NYU. Providing you bring your brother. <laughs> and I'm like this. You know, and all of them would do that. Uh, you know, we'd like to have both of you. Yeah. Right? Now, I never heard of St. Bonaventure. Right. Never. But since the Franciscans, we weren't Catholic, by the way. Right, right. Since the Franciscans, we're Episcopalians, but since the Franciscans right. did so much for us, mm-hmm. believe me, they did a lot for us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right? Because what happened, in junior high school, suddenly my mother, at age 36, died, mm-hmm. leaving four kids mm-hmm. again. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she, 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 she kidney failure, you know, right away and died, leaving mm-hmm. us with uh, my brothers and sisters and uh, my older grandmother and then the social people came by to put us in foster homes because we wouldn't be able to take care of ourselves and my sister who was 18 mm-hmm. says uh, you can leave now we'll handle it right mm-hmm. we had nothing coach well, I hear you. And she says uh, we'll, we'll take care of them and um, they left and then um, we started working me and Tom got jobs after school right and uh, my youngest, who was at Commerce High School, not Commerce, she was at Commerce High School, Kyle Ramsey's classmate. Right, right. And we hustled. And the people in our building, God helped us. Those neighbors in our building helped us a lot. Amen. And some people, you know, in the Harlem neighborhood looked Amen. out. And my junior high school yeah, yeah. was right there, you know, with sympathizers. Mm-hmm. And after we got to St. Saint, Saint, uh, Francis, Francis, they took care of us. Right. Gave us a few things, you know, yeah. and but we decided we're gonna go to a Franciscan school, mm-hmm. and the candidate was St. Francis College in Brooklyn. That's right. That's but they didn't have a campus. Was, yeah. They didn't have a campus. You know, uh, mm-hmm. my favorite guy, Danny Lynch, was coaching over there, mm-hmm. and they didn't have a gym. So some um, one of my classmates told me to check out St. Bonnie's, where his brother went, Brenda McCann, mm-hmm. who eventually became the one draft choice in New York Knicks, mm-hmm. Brenda McCann. So uh, I said, okay, we went to, I went to visit the school, and that's when I met Eddie Donovan. Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, and, uh, and uh, yeah. that's another story in itself. Oh, yeah, we're going to get to that uh, sometime later. Yeah. yeah, so I met him, and um, he, he told me uh, they want to see, they want me to work out against the varsity. All right. I said, wait a minute. I just came off with national championship, all American, and I got to work out for a team? Uh, so I said, no problem. So they found me some shorts and sneakers, and, and I worked out against the boss. I, I kicked their butt. Yeah, yeah. And then I, I, I think I qualified. Mm. But here's what he wanted to know if I would fit into their program, mm. right? And I, thought, I looked at him, I go, wait a minute. He was 6 and 22, mm-hmm. a loser record. <laughs> what kind of program? You got <laughs> <Does> it. <laughs> and I, I looked at his overall record. I'm like this, a minute. They losers, right? And I looked at their schedule, and they only played New York State players, you know, teams, Iona, Siena. And I'm like, and their rivalry was Caduceus, and, uh, which I never heard of, and, and Niagara. Now, Niagara a lot, was overlooked back then with integration. So when I, 
I decided to go there. When I got there, I didn't know I would be the first African-American in the school's history of playing basketball. Didn't I know that? Got a lot of notoriety. However, up in Niagara, they had guys I grew up with, Charlie Hoxie, Ed Warner. You know, you know uh, those guys, your father, not Ed Warner, but uh, Charlie, Charlie Hoxie, one of my main guys. Uh, and I'm Tommy Hemans, you know. And um, so I, decided, I told Tom, I said, look, uh, came close to going to Fairfield. That's another story. So, so I said, look, we're here to St. Bonnie's. When I got to walk on the campus and I looked around, two other blacks in the whole school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, but luckily, luckily, God rest his soul, John Connors, one of the guys on the varsity, and Larry Weiser, who became my teammate and coach, so, so. Uh, they took up me under the arm and said, don't worry about you here. It's not a problem up at this school. So. And uh, you won't have any issues at all, you know, which I did. Oh, yeah. did not, yeah. did not have anything. So, so um, I went there and played on the freshman team, and um, headline doing that. Mm-hmm. And then on, uh, got to the varsity. I came off the bench the first three games, and after that, popular man said I should start. And um, so I started, and then Tom came. Now the game plan I had had, the master plan. Mm-hmm. I go there, Tom come, Fred Crawford comes. Yeah, so I'm a senior, Tom is a junior, Fred is a sophomore, the three of us are play together. Right, right, right. Right? Fred, you have to be, you have to have certain credentials mark-wise to get into the school. Right. Freddie fell short. Yeah. So he went to prep school, right? He right. almost went to NYU. Mm-hmm. Went to prep school for one year, and then he came to Bonners. Right. So now he's a freshman, but now I'm a senior. Mm-hmm. So the three of us never got to, to play each other, you know, play together. Yeah. But now, yeah. back then, black players normally, all of them go to black colleges. That's right. Not to yeah. private colleges. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 So after Tom and I started playing together and uh, doing our thing, and the magazines showed our picture, mm-hmm. which surprised everybody. So, you know? So. They didn't know that, you know, the, uh, our names don't indicate what color who we are. Right, right, right. And, uh, and the books, Street and Smith, they started putting out posters and stuff like that thing. And then our greatest legacy is that we changed the recruiting for minorities in private colleges. Yeah, yeah. And um, then the, my senior year, uh, we raised hell in our senior year. Mm-hmm. He was averaging 30, 31, I was averaging 20 to 25. Mm-hmm. And uh, the team went from playing, you know, New York teams to out of, you know, other, other yeah. teams, Ohio, you know, other teams, you know. Uh, the majors. And then they started getting recognition. Wow. And it, it, it put Bonners on the map. Yeah. Wow. Now, yeah. we only played, we played in an armory, uh, Army Armory, which 2,000 people, mm-hmm. tiny gym, mm-hmm. right, undefeated, 99 straight wins in that gym. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were part of about 60 of them. Right. And um, it had made it possible later on for them to get their own gym on campus holding 6,000. Right. And the word was that this is the gym that the stiff built. Yeah, the and stiff that's when Bob Unia came. Yeah. Stiff uh, built. But we, uh, we had a good run. We yeah, had a good run. Yeah, you yeah. know, we had a real good run. We had no, yeah. no, no, no regrets. No, 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 no. no zero. No. Zero well, let's, regrets. Let's talk about a little bit about when, you, when Freddie came up and you guys left. I mean, it was like a... A a a a, uh, a a a stream of greatness because because of 
of your reputation and 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 your brother Tom, and of course you got to put Freddie in that. Y'all oh, when you become the third step brother. Yep, yep, yep. That's right. It was almost like a trio. It was it was triplets out there with Smooth Freddie. But then all of a sudden, because of your y'all reputation and and of course y'all astuteness, because y'all guys had to get it in the books. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, see, you know, Saint Bonaventure ain't no slouch in academics. So when that came out, all of a sudden, one of the greatest Hall of Famers of all time, said that, that changed his decision about going to any university that he possibly could have wanted to go to. He followed you because y'all were his surrogates, y'all were his mentors, and that's a great Bob Lanier. Tell me about that, Bob. Bob. Was it uh, from Buffalo? Buffalo, right? New York. That's right. Buffalo, New York. Bob, from a middle class family mm-hmm. of pastors, mm-hmm. teachers, mm-hmm. and the guy recruiting him was my teammate at St. Bonnie's, mm-hmm. who became the coach. Like we became the mm-hmm. coach at Bonnie's, mm-hmm. and he he called Tom and me. He said, "By the way, you know, looks like we're going to take this guy in there, and I'm going to tell you why. We were recruiting him. And he says." I'm coming there because I watched the Stitt brothers in the Buffalo Oilers playing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and he says, particularly Tom, real quick story, right. when I moved out here, Bob was here. And uh, I was told a story about uh, I met Tom and met Bob. Right. And uh, Bob says to Tom, you know, the reason I came to St. Bonaventure is because of you. And I says, uh, what about me? He said, like I said, Tom, the reason I came to St. Bonaventure is why. like it, too. Yeah, yeah. So he, uh, so we met with Bob, mm-hmm. and uh, I, 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 my fact was another funny part. When I met with him, I looked at Tom. I go about his records. I went, mm-hmm. uh oh. <laughs> and Bob came to St. Bonaventure. We came very, very close friends. You That's know, right. so, you uh, came. so and and he, listen, he you, changed. He, you he, were he the took, mentor. You were his mentor. T- yeah, he took it to another level. Yeah. Bob took it to another level. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, like he always told me, well, we stood on your shoulders. You and yeah. your brother. Mm-hmm. But he took he took it to another level. And, you know, a gentle giant, and he sort of played like both left-handed. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you never right. know they're around right. till they get fifty on you. Yeah, you know that, and they call that the wrong hand. They're so sneaky. You think they shoot yeah. that right, yeah. and all of a sudden yeah. y'all come up with that smooth left. Absolutely, you know? coach. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Also, character uh, charge. Yeah. Well, you know one thing that 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 we're going to talk about right now. And uh, your legacy is now is in is in the is going into the records as a book, and no doubt about it, it's going to be. And we've met a lot of great books about some great ball players and and dynasties to a great degree. But y'all are are involved now, and I speak. I still feel feel it's still Tom. You know, y'all are involved now. Is including with Freddie Man. This book, let's talk about this book that's going to be released, and we're going to pay very, very close attention to this sports fans, or not here and around the world, because this is a story, not of a story. This is a, a, a story that has so many other, uh, what you call, plots and intertwining uh, uh, things of concern in it. Is truly something that's worth a movie, and you know we don't say that too much. That you know, and we're not talking about that that stuff that, that Michael Jordan did. Uh, this is a story. Let's talk about your book. What 
happened was, you know, everybody had been asking, so finally I uh, decided to put something together. You know, Tom had passed almost 15 years now. And it's sort of, I'm sort of titling it, you know, The Greatest Brother Act, but also I'm saying, from the cotton fields of Emporia, Virginia, to the NBA. Because mm-hmm. that's where we, we picked cotton in Emporia, Virginia. And then I talk about the, what I just told you, the trials and tribulation, what we had went through down south, the racism, and, it, uh, you know. Um, also, we live with our grandmother right now. She had two houses that she got from her husband, who was Pullman along on the, the train, railroad train. And so we lived in, in the house we lived in with no, no running water, no plumbing, no electricity, using an outhouse and uh all the stuff that you do in the South, mm. right? And, and survive. We were happy. My sister yeah. said it best. Yeah. We have them, but we were happy, yeah. right? Yeah. And just do the South part. So we're glad to get out of there, mm. you know, and get in, into oh. Harlem. And Harlem is a city within itself, as you know. That's right. That's right. Oh, my God. It was a blessing. I mean, you know, it's crime ridden. I mean, mm-hmm. Uh, as soon as you walk out, you're the scene of a crime. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that type of thing. But we survived. We had a lot of help, Coach. You know what's always missing? People who helped you did not know what you are going to turn out to be. Yeah. Yeah. And Herman Taylor, the Globetrotters, he had no idea helping us play basketball. Uh-huh. So we moved into Harlem, and Harlem was a mecca. Harlem, Harlem at the time, I think, had 17 movie theaters. Mm-hmm. All your clubs, Count Basie, mm-hmm. Sugar Ray Robinson, mm-hmm. you know, all the clubs, uh, Joe Lewis, all the mm-hmm. nice life you Apollo want. The Apollo Theater, uh, Count Basie had a great jazz club, you know, yeah. and the yeah. Mecca, the hotel, the Lenox Hotel. I mean, the, the, the all over in Harlem was booming. Mm-hmm. And so we survived. Yeah. We survived. And we so you, you could understand it. We used to walk to school. Oh, yeah. And all we're not on the block, right? And there's one guy who said, Did I take our money? We're the dying. We take our money. You follow me? You know who that was? Yeah. Willie McCullough, which Willie. is Bob McCullough's, Willie, Bob McCullough's brother. Yeah. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know that. I did not know that until 20 years ago. Oh, I was man. doing a speech, hey, and I spoke dude. about this guy. Yeah. And Bob said, By the way, that was my brother. You know, hey, that, I'm going, hey, that, that guy, dude. man. He know you had a dime. He would take it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then my mother, God rest her soul, before she passed, used to walk us down that block, and nobody bothered us. Mm. Right. And my younger sister, Virginia, nobody bothered because she was tough. Mm. So when they went there, we started walking all the way around another block, and then I had to go to Willie's block. Yeah, yeah. So we grew yeah. up in Harlem, and then my grandmother, God rest her soul, she was she stayed with us for that. She got very sick, mm-hmm. and. Uh, that hurt a lot when she passed. Uh, no, our mother, when they, my mother, grandmother died two years after my mother. Yeah, yeah. That took a big toll on us. That lady was our, our rock. Mm-hmm. Uh, about four foot eleven. Yeah. <laughs> and uh. she, sit, she would she would beat you up bad if you didn't act that right. Yeah, right. She was a little bit tear you up. Oh man. Solid. Oh man. I was going to go to St. Francis. She uh, says now. Uh, I want you going. Don't be a wise guy. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, yeah, what gets yeah, you that impression? Yeah, you know? Insane. But she was our rock, and she yeah, stayed with us. She got very, she got, I mean, very, very sick. So then she passed. Now we got just the four of us. Four of us, yeah. Your sister. And unfortunately, I, I have no problem with this. My mother had five brothers and a sister, and when she died, Coach, they disappeared. 
Mm. It never helped us at all. Never came by. My mother was a saint. She used to have, mm. not any of them came by to help us. Mm. Zero. No call. We, we didn't have a phone. Mm-hmm. None of them helped us. You follow me? Mm-hmm. Until. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Never. Never did. Never did. Never. Never did. Right? Then we started hitting the papers, you know. Yeah. Daily News always had us in the papers. Mm-hmm. Nothing. So what I did is when I married my wife, now Sandy, mm-hmm. I invited them all to our wedding. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And forgiveness is something. Yeah. yeah. I had all come to our wedding. You follow me, and they were sickly and stuff. But we, we, but we took care of each other. You know, my brother and sisters, we took care of each other. Tom was, as usual, you know, was quiet, unassuming. Yeah, Mm -hmm. but uh, he was one of the most respected players around. Oh no question, because he didn't, he didn't, he didn't try to, uh, you know. So I put in the book all the stuff, the good and the bad, Mm -hmm. good and the bad, Mm -hmm. right? Jumping into the NBA at the time is a quota system. You mm, follow me? That's right. Integration. Bro, don't we remember? Yeah, yeah there's, You know, there's integration. Yeah. St. Vines, we didn't run the integration problem because we didn't play Southern teams. Right. Mm-hmm. When I left there, Tom and Freddie will tell you that story. Mm-hmm. When I left there, the school for the first time was going to the NCAA mm-hmm. 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 instead of the NIT. Yeah. And it went down to Wake Forest. And they went to, to they went to a bowling alley to eat, and they wouldn't let them in. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Freddie would go into that story, wouldn't you? Yeah, they wouldn't let them in. Yeah, yeah. And the rest of the team said, they can't eat here, we're not eating. Mm-hmm. That's the kind of bottom pride. Mm-hmm. But at St. Bonnie's, and you said some, we come up the road at 2 o'clock in the morning, mm-hmm. we in class at 8. Yeah. yeah. They didn't wear nothing about no basketball, yeah. you follow me? And, uh, you know, we, we graduated with our degrees. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, made a made a glue. But I I talk about uh, I put something about you know about my coach Eddie Donovan, which is not not a good thing, not a good thing. Yeah. And I said, since is what can he do to me? He's dead. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> but it needed it needed to be told. And I and I hate to talk about yeah. you know I hate to. No, that's not talking. You keep saying that. Saying that's not talking about yeah. someone. You talking of someone. <laughs> that that actually was trying and did give you catch misery, but you still yeah. overcame it and forgave it. Overcame it, overcame it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I got the bonus, yeah. I did not know mm-hmm. if he didn't have a good year that year, yep. you'll fire him. Mm-hmm. Y'all right. saved the job. Mm-hmm. But he, no, 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 no. Yep. The team he was coaching, mm-hmm. all New York players, you know, all white guys, uh-huh. but uh, Brent, all of them from New York. Right. You know, local guys, Don Newhook. Don so, Newhook played with Kevin Locker there, so, Colin Hayes. So, so. so they was on their way, and they got really lucky, mm-hmm. all right? Mm-hmm. They got invited to the NIT, and this is what jump-started the program. Mm-hmm. They go to mm-hmm. NIT, no one ever heard of St. Bonnet at the time. Mm-hmm. They're playing Cincinnati, number two seeded. Right. They beat them. Now they're playing Seattle, the number one seeder with Elgin Baylor. Elgin Baylor, that's right. Mm-hmm. And they beat them mm-hmm. by 15 points, wow. mm-hmm. right? And everybody go, who, where, who, where's this school from? You know, mm-hmm. a little upstate New York. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then they lost, they lost to Memphis with Wing Wenfong, hell of a player. And that started, sort of started, right? Mm-hmm. So then what happened was, no one ever heard of Eddie Diamond. So then I came on board, you know. Mm-hmm. More recognition, mm-hmm. right? 
And then when Tom got there, mm-hmm. you follow me, more recognition yeah. as a freshman. Yeah. Real quick story about that. As a freshman, the record for most points was 40. Mm-hmm. I got 42. Right. Okay? Right. I got 42. Tom came, his first game, he got 63. Oh, my gracious. <laughs> but two brothers, you held oh. the record before Tom, then Tom came in and dropped 60. But I'm a little, what, and, and, and you think they didn't have to name something after you cats? Now, listen to this. Yeah. Freddie comes, Freddie Crawford comes, yeah. uh, freshman, uh, and the coach asked me, the, this freshman coach had to go scout Sam yeah, and coach yeah, the team. Yeah, yeah. So I'm coaching. And at that time, we were in the Army, and we started using walkie-talkies to try walkie-talkies right. from the bleachers to the bench. Right, right. Freddie is going off. And it's the call that I would get. The thing would ring. Did the Army, your Army walkie-talkie. Right, right. Uh, Freddie got 45. Uh. Uh, <laughs> Freddie got 55. Uh. Uh, Freddie got 60. Oh, man. Uh, Freddie got 62. And Tommy is 63. Yeah. Freddie got 64. Oh, man. <laughs> the big Tom's record. Yeah. Now, here's what people don't understand about Harlem guys, right? Oh. Everyone's wondering why I didn't take Freddie out mm-hmm. to preserve Tom's record, right? right? Mm-hmm. They were about 30 points, right? Okay. When I go in the dressing room, everybody's waiting to see how Tom was going to react to me letting Freddie break his record. Yeah. And we were like, what the hell is that about? They did not know that we root for each other. Mm-hmm. We don't wish... Nothing bad. Yeah. So Rex has meant nothing of the brotherhood that we had. Yeah. Like, yeah. they didn't understand that why I wouldn't take him. Why would I do that, yeah. right? Yeah. And But they didn't understand the relationship. So, I, so now, all of a sudden, the school is getting national recognition mm-hmm. because of Tom and me. We changed the whole atmosphere in that school right. and became a nationally known. That's right. Particularly That's right. my senior year. Yeah. Then became nationally known, which helps recruiting. And here's the good news. Then we started recruiting. While I was there, we recruited black players. Right. You know, Barry Herbert, Miles Aiken. Miles Aiken, right? Yeah, right. So they yes. start. So now they start coming. In the meantime, other colleges, including the South, mm-hmm. start recruiting black players. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Adolph Rupp probably rolled on his grave 50 times when he said he would never have one on his team because mm-hmm. they slow and lazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now they guys win a champion. But right now, it changed the atmosphere on recruit. Right. And here's the difference. Black college education, I don't. I think a lot of players went there just to play ball, right. not for education. Right. 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 So going to a private, like Charlie Scott, the first one to go to uh, North Carolina. That's right. Right. Yep. Changed the atmosphere. And the South, his was tougher than Tom and mine. Right. He was in the South. That's right. So in it, Carolina, it changed. in the Bible. Yeah, right. he yeah. changed. Sure. So we changed the culture mm-hmm. throughout the country mm-hmm. on recruiting black ball players, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and and you look now, most of your starting fives are all black, right? Well, you, you in all your major colleges, well, yeah, it's it's a it's a prerequisite. You yep. know what I mean? That's, and by the way, that's and getting educated, you know. yeah, yeah, and getting educated, and getting educated, right? That's, and continuing on an open open door legacy for more kids to be able to say. I want to go there, you know, so. Productive. Yeah. And that, you know, and, you know and that's go girls and boys from the title. Both. Yeah, both. Both, both, yeah. You know, at, say, at junior high school 139, mm-hmm. the great Jesse Owens was a friend of my mm-hmm. music teacher. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I. 
Thursday assembly with our white shirts, mm -hmm. Jesse Owens gave a talk. Mm -hmm. And he says, you know, he won the Olympics. He says, listen to me, you're going to have a tough time because of your color. Mm -hmm. Be prepared. Some of you are going to make it. Some of you are not. Right. But let me tell you how you look at this. Mm -hmm. If an obstacle is placed in front of you, you go through it or over it. I don't never go around it. Amen. Stay with me Amen. my whole life. Never go around and go through it or over it. Because you have a tough time out there because you know, of your color, your skin. And he Absolutely. says, I can hardly get a job here. I'm Olympics all over. The, I, I, I oh. be the country, oh, yeah. not a team. Yeah. I be the country, not yeah. a team. Loved him when he was doing it oh, and treated him like a mule. And that's uh, when, 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 when they got back, when that's just indicative of so much uh, things that 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 went on in that in that uh, what you call uh, window of time. And exactly, almost now, and almost now, uh, and we got to conclude right now, right quick, because we we want to talk about that book and how it's going to be impacted and how you're going to be on Sports Inside and Out nationally and internationally promoting it. But the thing that also I just want the, the listeners to, to, to know is that the legacy of, of the Stiff Brothers has been something that has, stand, has, has, has stood for the, the, the times, over the times, I should say. And was one of the great uh, president, uh, former president of the NCAA. He's probably still affiliated. His name is uh, Memager. Memorizer, uh, he was the head coach of the University of Air Force down in, in Colorado Springs. Of course, one of the top tier, not just from the uh, the, 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 the military, but also uh, educational-wise. He became uh, the, the premier president of the NCAA College Association. He came to me one time and said, uh, he, he said, Coach Hatchie, we, we, me and Wally just finished up down there doing some things. And, and he said, hey, Coach Hatcher, uh, you guys played a lot in New York. You know, you know, you got, so you ever heard of a guy named Sam Stiff and his brother Tom? You know, I, I said, uh, ain't this something? I said, well, uh, I've heard of Sam and Tom, you know, and I'm just got off the phone with, with Sam almost, you know. He right. said, you know what, if you ever get a chance, please tell him that I'm one of their biggest fans. Oh, and this wow. is the one in the Hall of Fame. He's all time, you know. I said, wow. oh, yeah. He said, man, uh, in New York, he said, boy, you haven't seen anything of two brothers that just took over wow. on the court and off the court. And everybody that I ever seen in the NCAA, because, you know, that was Lily White doing that. Wow, time. yeah. Oh, man. And he said, uh, if you ever see him, he said, uh, can you tell him that I would just like to say hello to him. God bless him. That, that time got by us because of that, uh, what do you call that, uh, that, 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 that plague, shit, that pandemic thing. We yeah. couldn't get back to it. But Sam, you need to know because wow. he said, if I ever, that would be something that would be complete because those have to be the two greatest brother combinations uh, in the NCAA and wow. have paved the way for what's out there now. Now, he said that, and I knew the guy pretty well because me and Wally was going to, to the, the Air Force Academy almost doing the things with the Wounded Warrior program. With right, right, and right. That's where right, we started right. off. 
And then, you know, of course, I was out there uh, in 1968 uh, for the Olympic trials. So, right, uh, right. man, that made me, and I told you that. At, at, yeah, at, cloud nine. At, at cloud nine, man. He cloud said nine. that you never know. Cloud we talked nine. about that. He said yeah, you never nine. know cloud who nine. is looking at you on and off the court. You could have been great on the court, but he said y'all maintain such composure with what y'all were going through. So, therefore, they tell me, Y'all had the blues on the court now. They were giving y'all some blues, but he did say that, man. And God bless, we're going to yeah, talk that. about that. But, but Sam, we're going to have to, we got a five-minute elevator that, that we want to uh, uh, talk about right quick now. Let's talk about the book. I, it's, I'm having it published. Uh, it's, been, it's in the works now. I'm finishing it yeah. up. Mm-hmm. And so hopefully in the next a couple of weeks I have it complete and a mm-hmm. guy's going uh, you know, go Amazon and all that's going to be right, looking right, at right, it. Right, 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 you know? right. You know, one thing I want to touch on real quick, I mentioned about the coaches I had, right? Right. My high school coach, right, great coach. We were undefeated, all that. But he never had a conversation with me. Mm-hmm. Never had a conversation. Up it up. So mm-hmm. when I was going to college, he never talked to me about where I'm going or nothing, right? Mm-hmm. With Eddie Donovan, when I, I got drafted by the Cincinnati Royal, mm-hmm. which is Sacramento Kings, mm-hmm. and George Steinbrenner in the you know, right. ABL right. at the time. That's right. That's right. He was a Pittsburgh. So after, yeah. mm-hmm. after the season, right, mm-hmm. Donovan never talked to me again until graduation. Mm-hmm. Didn't come to me and say, most coaches said, by the way, what are you going to do? You're going to ABL. Mm-hmm. You're going to go with Cincinnati. You know, give me some advice. Mm-hmm. I didn't need it. You know why I need it? I'm out of Harlem. Yeah. We know what we, we know what we're doing. Amen. Problem. I don't Amen. need no stinking agents. Solid. I don't need Solid. anybody, you know. So, you know, we're self sustaining. That's telling how it is. We we know what you gotta do. You follow me? Mm-hmm. We have we have sports, but we got a business mind, a social Solid. mind, all that Solid. stuff got into one because the hard knocks, mm-hmm. man. Amen. But Amen. never came and said, you know, uh which way which I knew I was going. Mm-hmm. Steinberg made that up for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> more money, more money, more money. That, that's what I'm talking you know, about. Right but, no, back the to New York. York. Yeah. Uh-huh. But the books, I'm putting everything that I can think of. And one guy told me, Sam, one thing about a book, once you finish it, you forgot things. And he's so right. Because today I got to work on two things that, that I, I didn't speak on, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, along with the, with the uh, Eastern Basketball League, the Holland yeah. Wizards, right. what we did professionally. I was a banker. Tom was now, the kid. Yeah, you see that, man? You done let it out of the bag. I was going to get ready to cap the banking thing, man. And, uh, but anyway, go ahead. You done blew my little antidote, man. Give my little caveat I was going to put on you. There yeah. I go talking again. Yeah. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead, man. Go ahead. But you were yeah, back. Lost, and that was what I wanted to tell you. You know, the, yeah. you're not talking to no uh, old basketball. Right. Right. You're not talking about right. this. You're not talking right. about that. You're right. talking about uh, after his career, him and his lovely wife. This man became a banker. Now, yeah. how much can you say? I don't think I even told my wife, Maxilla, that. But, uh-huh. they, you know, they, and, and he wound up lending money it, to most funny. of the people that gave him the blues. So, you know, it's, 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 it's interesting. Also, but, you know, Johnny Green passed away. I put him God in bless his soul. I, 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 I financed his McDonald's. I think he I was the honest. first one in the New York region that had a black McDonald's franchise, I think it was. The only one. Only one. That's only right. one to lead Johnny Green. Of, of only the one. Johnny only Green. One. Of, but I that's right. You know, but he goes I, to I show studied. You. Mm-hmm. I studied. Don't hey, listen, now, when I was in a you, took, you took advantage of it, baby. Oh, you, man. Oh, Lord. 
Hey, that's one thing we did do in the old days now. You know, people talk to talk and walk to walk. Freddie Crawford graduate. I mean, we had to graduate because uh, exactly. we didn't put all of all, it was all or nothing because it, it was average exactly. money. It wasn't money. We played to exactly. make a living playing a child's game. And that was literally what we wanted to do. But exactly. Yeah, exactly. in all season, we was out there selling insurance, cars, clinics, anything, any, anything to make anything. extra money. You know, so yep. so these kids yep. down there, you know, God, I don't want to get into that. We're going to talk no, about no, no. that at another time. But I, I got yeah. I was one of few, only three black officers in the whole major bank in New York. Three, only three in the whole jam. Whole bank. As hey, an officer. A, and you had a major bank. We're talking about a major, major bank. Major, you know, manufacturing trust company. That's right. Manny Hanny. That's right. That's right. And, uh, but that was a good yeah. learning for me. Yeah. But uh, my yeah. boss was my boss was prejudiced. Mm -hmm. He made it clear he was. Mm -hmm. He didn't yeah. like me. Yeah. That was okay. Yeah. I, I, you know, it worked out all right. But, it worked uh, out all right I, because you were Sam Stiff. Yeah, that, that's what I do, man. Yeah. You know, we, we hard knocks, yeah. you know, oh, and learn. Right. That's right. And uh, you, you can't. Really put anything over us, Coach, because we've been through the fire. We've you know? seen a thing or two. And we talk yeah. about it on my but we've seen a thing or two. You know, yeah. so it ain't ain't nothing. You know, when 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 they say ain't nothing new under the sun, Lord, we've seen a thing or two. And what these kids yeah. are doing now, they ain't been now. See, well, we done saw before they saw. I mean, these kids ain't got a clue about well, my life. biggest my biggest thrill. Yeah. Up until the pandemic, mm -hmm. I was still running camps. That's right. You was one of the top clinicians in, in, out here in, in Arizona. Arizona. Eight, That's right. Eight, six to two. I'm eight. so proud. Yeah. Eight. Right now, right now, yeah. two of the players right. in my camp right. are playing for Nevada. Solid. Ain't that beautiful, man? One guy is 16 and one yeah. is 6. Ain't here, that beautiful. Today, Ain't that and beautiful. the father go. Uh oh, future step brothers. Yeah, and I'm, oh, like, beautiful, I'm like, but they both in the Nevada, the Hines brothers. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. They both there. One was there last year. The other one just joined us. Oh, but praise the Lord. We we we, we sort of had, uh, but the kids. But I teach these kids about not only sports but education. education. I did a talk. That's right. uh, two months ago, I did a talk in the high school out here. Right. Uh, special ed kids. Right. I get a little nervous about that, but she's the same. It's not the special ed kids. You know, uh, yeah. right. these are underachievers. Right. And I, I get 25. I give a nice talk, and she says 15 minutes. But that doesn't work for me. You know that. Yeah, well, yeah. And <laughs> the kids, <laughs> they, I got a nice letter from one of the kids about how inspired yeah. I did for the class. Amen. This is. It's a teenager. Yeah. And we always had a thing. Freddie, Bob McCullough, we always had a thing. If we can save one kid. Yeah, I said one. Teach one, teach one. one. Oh, my goodness. Each one, teach one. And one. It came out of, out of Rutgers, New York. That place is all over the world. Unbelievable. And, and it came right there because of the impact of New York basketball. Sam, we're yeah. going to have to pull on out right now, man. Okay, but cool. listen, it's only the beginning uh, we got so much to bring, not just when he releases the book. We're going to talk about the, uh, the, the, uh, the, the, uh, the, 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 not just the release of the book coming up, because I'm quite sure this is definitely going to be a, a, a black history classic in sports. Uh, and I want all of our listeners to be a part of this, because Sam not only is one of the most well-respected names in basketball, but also is one of the great clinicians. Him and Wally are probably, they said, the top 50 clinicians in basketball. You're talking about the NBA. And I'm not yeah. just talking about that. So 
we're going to keep on and of course he's going to be coming back and we're going to be talking about that trifactor about uh, Sam, Tom, Stiff and Smooth Freddie Crawford. So, the third stick, brother. The third stick. So therefore we want to make sure that we do that and we're going to get our lovely uh, producer, the, the, the boss of the house and the boss of the studio, uh, lovely Magzilla. We're going to get there and and get things in perspective because we want you to stay tuned now. Listen, SportsInSoundOut.com is ready to launch in December the new website that is the website of the legends of nice. sports. This nice. ain't just our website as we talk over with my wife and Wally. This is for the legends. For them to have the avenue to tell these type of stories and talk to the nation and talk all around the world about what it is to be a pathfinder, to open up the things that the kids are using today and taking it for granted. So we, we, we're going to do that. So this is it. Go to sportsinsoundandout.com. Also to find out about all the new uh, releases, all the, the, the PR that's coming up. We have an excellent, Max has hired an excellent uh, cons- web, uh, web consultant or social media consultant. And we now locked and loaded. And, of course, the great Tim Reed is, uh, this guy is so far into the, the, uh, the, 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 the mechanism of telling stories. He's a giant storyteller. We got the, he is, joined the, the, uh, the, 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 the fraternity of the few great, I would say, TV uh, uh, entrepreneurs. For him to be able not just take it in the United States, Sports Inside and Out is happy to be the the uh, the sports channel for for the legacy TV and sports. But these stories, not just here, we got uh, NASCAR and all the other and personal stories are going to be told about these great guys, and it's all around the world. We're talking about from the Caribbean through Central Africa, the African nation, Senegal, wow, Kenya, wow, Ethiopia, wow. and, of course, in our, where I earned my living and was happy for it, in the European League and the countries of Europe, England, France, Germany. Nice, and, nice. of course, this is where we at, and this is for our legends. We're at this point in our lives uh, of fans that we're in the fourth quarter of life. We're so happy with you kind of but, stories, man. Yeah, we, a lot of them out here, coach. We got so many stories to tell, so therefore, we're not in overtime. We're in the fourth quarter. That's what's oh, up. Oh, yeah. oh, okay. That's okay. Lace them up. Lace them up. Lace them up, baby. Put me, put me in. Uh, I, I, put put me in, coach. Up. Hey, Lord have mercy. You see Sam. Sam's, well, the last thing I want to see because I'm having so much fun with my brother. Right. Look, Sam was 82 years old, and... Got out there with these young kids, and they thought that Sam couldn't play. Right, he said, you know, right. Sam went out there at half court and he hit so many jumpers uh, on these kids. They had to say, wait a minute. 
in I want to go to New York. <laughs> God bless your soul, man. Oh, love man. You, I love you, it. Jeff. I love dealing with kids. Oh, you know, the good it. news is they, they these kids out here, they listen. They, yeah. Man. They listen. You know, you, yeah. you watch, you know, I ain't going to let old dude, but they, they actually freaking hey, listen. listen. They appreciate it, man. They that, appreciate that's it. it. They that's appreciate it. it. That's, that's, that's it. it. You that's know, it. and the black, purple, or green, they appreciate it. You know, Sam even got the Indians shooting, not Earls, yeah. and <laughs> not not uh, uh, running around and doing nothing. He got these young Indians out there doing things now to enhance themselves and their people. So you can't ask for no better. Unbelievable. Than that. Yeah, I can't. Well, you keep our dream alive, alive, Coach. You keep well, we're gonna do that. Well, we're gonna keep it alive because it's our mission, man. You know, me and my wife and, and Wally and and Sam and that beautiful and, wife, and boy, Johnny your wife, Newman. your wife, your wife. Let me give kudos uh, to your wife. Betsy Cobla. That's yeah. the best partner you could ever in your oh, lifetime. Man, I'm so proud. You know, I can't wait to meet her when I'm coming oh, there. You probably, uh, oh, you will. But I, I'm telling you, man. Well, we're going to meet you in Harlem at the Renaissance. That's what Freddie's trying to hook up. Not, yeah. a <laughs> Not a problem. Not a problem. Not a problem. Not a problem. Harlem Renaissance Hotel. Not a problem, Coach. Well, listen, Five I got to go right five now. Five. And Max, uh, I know I, she's, I don't know where she is. She might be anyway over here. Though. But uh, I want to know now that, please, we want to thank you for joining our new, new, new uh, 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 Sports Inside and Out channel, simulcasting, as well as uh, streaming and doing our, our our best to to make the impact of of sports for all of the world, particularly our Car- Caribbean contingent. We want to start off by bringing the history of the game. They got us down there to tell the history and bring on those that helped make the game. Because one thing we know, Sam, when legends speak, everybody listens. That's right. And don't and don't forget, you can sleep tonight because your armed forces are awake. Amen. That's right. That's right. I, Lord, I, I forgot. We're going to get into that later because Sam was in the military too. He was Sam yep. Jones. Yep. Oh, yep. Well, listen, thank you so okay, much. God bless you, man. Tell your Have lovely nice wife one. we want to see him. And, and uh, we will be reaching out to you. You're a smooth kind of part of the trifactor. Freddie Carter. Yeah, fantastic, oh, Coach. You're a blessing, man. You're, we're blessed to have you in our life. Oh, man. It goes all the way around. The Lord don't give my Give my God to the look-away jump shooter, Wally. <laughs> yeah, I will. <laughs> okay. God bless, babe. Thank okay, you so brother. much for letting us right be on. a part of your day with sports and silent out. Legends of sports.